0: is able just to carry you through, giving out of the God was truly the head of my life and all that stands before you. Good morning. I consider the honor and the privilege to step into the house of the Lord just one more time, because as you go through day to day, every week, and you look to the left, and you look to the right, there's always something going on. But if you keep your eyes on the Spirit, right up in the middle, keep your eyes on Jesus, you're going to make it through. That is his promise to you. We're going to move right into the services. First of all, we want to thank you for being with us this morning, thanking everyone that's visiting us on the web this morning. Uh, we want to keep Definitely Sister Ed and Deacon Nesmith in our prayers this morning and everyone else that is in need of prayer because God is truly able. See, that is his promise to us that we know he's able, but we just got to have faith that he's able. See, because the problem is our relationship with him is being tried every day, it's being severed every day. But we know he's
1: able. Jesus. Just put your
0: fire Jesus. We've got to realize when we step into the house of the Lord that we get fed, that we get what we came here to get because if you don't get it today, you're not reading the word, then you won't get it. The shield is your faith, and the sword is the word of God. And it takes both to put on the full armor of God. Shield is the faith, and the sword is the word of God. Let us keep our sick and shut in in prayer. Father Gerald Fritz Senior, Mother Edda Nesmus, Mother McGee, Mother Martha Mack. Mother Carrie Eason, Sister Perella Parson Green, Sister Lolly Parson, Sister Lily Jean Parson, Brother John Brackton, Brother Howard Johnson, Brother Freddie Perry, Sister Hazel McKnight, Sister Betty McKnight, Sister Kathleen, daughter of Sister Betty in prayer, Brother Randy Manigal, Brother Edward Johnson, Mother Minnie Jackson, Minister Marva Smith and her family, the Roger family, is in need of prayer. Mother Othea Allison is in Clifton Springs Hospital and the clinic in Clifton Springs, New York, getting real rehabilitation. She does not have her own her cell phone. You can call her at one three one five four six two nine five six one. You can ask for this number after the service if you haven't just gotten. It. Uh, At the Room 2014, Elder Otis Graham of Florence, South Carolina has passed away this week. He is the brother of Pastor Dr. Hurley Hopkins, who is the pastor of Tabernacle Believer Holiness Church in North Carolina. Services will be held Monday, November 24th at 11 a.m. at the Believer's Holiness Conference Center in Coward, South Carolina. Birthday celebration this week, Mother Ellen, Mother Eden Snowing. welcome any visitors. The scripture will be Deacon Sean Watson. The song will be Minister Maxwell. Obviously, the sermon will be coming from our very own Pastor Daniel Flewellen. The invitation to discipleship will come from our very own Pastor Daniel Flewellen. And the benediction will come from Pastor Daniel Flewellen. The cards uh, are red here to St. Paul, you rock. We also thank Wegmans for their donations. Minister Chandler, President, to St. Paul Holiness Church. It really means a lot. We miss Sunday, we miss the Southern Department, would like to thank St. Paul Church family for all your donations of food and money. All the deeds, all the ones who volunteer your time, we really appreciate you. Prayers from the missionary department. You know, it's, it's I was down here Saturday and during the week to, to lend a helping hand. And when I was here, I saw God's children at work. I saw servants, people that were serving the Lord wholeheartedly. You know, we come to church to worship, and we come to church to be faithful, but we also have to come to church to be servants. Because this is how the church continues to grow. This is how we help each other. We have to be servants to one another, servants to the less fortunate. The servants to the one who truly looking to try to get to know who God is, we have to let our light shine. So I was able to step back and look at the servants at work, making sure someone got a Thanksgiving meal or Thanksgiving basket this holiday. Because this is the season of giving. It's not just giving of your money, but it's giving of your heart. It's giving your love. It's giving your friendship. It's giving a kind word to somebody in need. Because everybody is not living at the same level. Look around. The world is teaching us not to love. But we know God is love. So what does that say? It's teaching us not to have love for one another or love for the God that we say we serve. We have to be mindful of what's going on, when it's going on. And when you step into the house of the Lord, give it up. Give it up. Give it up. You done gave it up to the world, now give it up to God. Let go and let God. Let go and let God. You'll see his favor come over your life. So give it up. Praise the Lord, church. The Lord is blessing me right now. Oh, right now. The Lord is blessing me. Right now, oh, right now, he woke me up this morning, and he started me on my way. Oh, the Lord is blessing me right now, stand to your feet for the reading of God's word oh the lord is blessing me right now oh right now the lord is blessing me right now oh right now he woke me up this morning and he started me on my way the lord is blessing me right now come on and get a lord a hand and praise he woke you up this morning started you on your way this is the season of thanksgiving. We ought to give thanks to the Lord for waking us up, starting us on our way. I'll be coming from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. For we know that if our earthly house of our tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we give we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. If so be that being clothed we shall not be found naked. For we that are in the tabernacle do groan being burdened not for that we would be unclothed but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that hath brought us out the self thing, same thing is God who also have given unto us earnest of the Spirit. Therefore we are always confident knowing that whilst we are at home in the body we are absent from the Lord for we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident I say willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord wherefore we labor that wherefore present or absent we may be Accepted of him, for well, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to, to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing therefore the desire of the Lord, we persuade men, for we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also they manifest in our conscience. For we command not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on our behalf, that you may have somewhat to an an answer them which glory in appearance and not in her. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is of God. or whether we be sober, it is for your cause. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we Thus judge that if that if me died for all, then we're all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them, and rose again. Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh, through we know Christ after the flesh, but henceforth know we him no more therefore if any man be in Christ he is a new creature old things are passed away all things are become new I have read for you Second Corinthians chapter 5 down to 1 through 17 I Father God in the name of your precious son, Jesus. Father God, we come to your throne of grace, Father God, as humbly as we be on our Father God, just to say thank you, Father God. Thank you for waking us up this morning, Father God. Thank you for starting us on our way, Father God. Father God, we just want to say thank you. Father, if there any, be any sin in us, Father God, seen or unseen, Father God, we ask you to forgive us our sins, Father God. We're asking you to bless this church, Father God, bless the sanctuary, bless the city of Rochester, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, we want you to bless uh, Deacon Nesmith and his family, Father God, cover them, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Somebody in the sanctuary, Father God, need a, something, something from you, Father God. Give it to them, Father God, only as you know how, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for all that you've done, all that you're going to do, and all that you've already done, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Bless our sanctuary, Father God, from the pulpit to the door, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Saturate this sanctuary with your Holy Spirit, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Speak to our pastor, Father. Speak through him, Father God, to give a word to your people, Father God, and help us to be obedient to your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for all things, Father God. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, you know the needs, you know the concerns, Father God, you know the desires of our heart, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. I'm asking you to bless each and every one under the sound of my voice, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. I don't you no waste time. I've come too far from where I started from. Nobody
2: told me that the road would be easy. I don't Believe he brought me this far to leave me. I believe I say it again. I don't feel no waste time. I come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far. Believe me. I don't believe he did. I don't believe he brought me this far. Believe me. Sometime I'm up church, I don't Believe he brought me this far. Sometimes I'll need more leather to the ground, but I don't believe he brought me this. I don't believe he did. I don't believe he did. I don't believe he
1: did. I don't believe he did, I believe he did church. I don't believe he did. Oh my. On this journey, even though it gets hard, sometimes I don't believe he brought me this far. I don't believe he did. I don't believe he did. I trust in Jesus, oh, Lordy. I don't believe he did. I don't believe he did. I don't believe he did. Journey. a long time, a long time, a long time change, a long time change, a long time change, a long time change. Preach the word of God, preach the word of God, trying to drive soul to Christ Jesus. I don't believe he did, I don't believe he did, I don't believe he did. I don't believe it did. Sometime I'm not body. Sometimes I'm down. Sometime i am move. Level to the ground. But I don't believe it did. 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 I don't believe it five minutes, I don't believe it brought me this minutes. I don't believe it, this God. Hallelujah. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Run me this to leave me. Hallelujah. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Hallelujah to God. I don't believe God. I don't believe it's far to leave me. I don't believe it is. But God myself is able to deliver. I don't believe it's far, I don't believe it's far. Sometimes I'm sometimes i down, down sometimes I'm never to the ground. I don't believe it. I don't believe it don't believe in did He brought me to believe me. Hallelujah. Praise
2: the
3: Lord. Come Hallelujah. On, come on, give God some praise.
1: Hallelujah.
3: Come on and give God some praise.
1: Hallelujah. Oh, let's
3: raise Jesus. the temperature in this church and let's give Hallelujah. God some praise.
1: Hallelujah. Come on, let's
3: give God some praise.
1: Hallelujah.
3: We came to lift him up. We came to magnify him. Let's give God some glory. Come on, raise your hands.
1: Give God
3: God some glory. Clap your hands. Let's give God some praise. Come on church. Come on. Come on. Wake up in here. Hallelujah. Come on church.
1: Come on church. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! 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 Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah! 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 Thank you Lord. Thank you. Thank you Lord. Thank you. Thank you Lord. Thank you, Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank
3: you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we come into this place, this is the place we come to worship God. And we ought to be acting like that we don't believe that he brought us this far to leave us. Hallelujah. Maybe stand to our feet. If you haven't already, go and turn to Psalms. 119. Don't believe. He brought me this far. To leave me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We all got something to testify to. Amen, somebody. Somebody don't may not have. Some. There's some disastrous story in their lives. But we all can testify that God didn't bring me this far to leave me. I may not have had any car accidents. I may not have ever had any operations. I may not have had any, any major sickness. But because I'm still here today, we ought to be still believing that we didn't come this far to be left alone. That God didn't let us come here. He didn't bring us this far. We not, I want us to know we're not here by ourselves today. We are, you are not on this journey by yourself today. Hallelujah. We, I, I, I thank God that this is not Buffalo. This is not Orchard Park. But if it wasn't for the grace of God, there go out that, that could be us. Hallelujah. But even if it was us, we know God got keeping power. Who here knows that God still got keeping power? It don't matter the storm, though the rain, though the 77 inches of snow. God still got keeping power. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us let us go to God in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we, we come this morning. God, we, we come, God, asking you, God, to deliver your word today. Father God, you know our hearts. You know our minds. And oh God, you even know our intentions as to why we are here. Some going through the motion. Some just here just to be here. But there are are also some, God, who actually came to give you praise. There are some, God, that also came to lift you up and to magnify your name. And God, there are some that came to hear you today, God. So Father God, I'm asking you, God, in the name of Jesus, speak to your people today. Father God, allow your Holy Ghost to move in this atmosphere. Father God, you know the, the, the weather may be cold outside, but God, I'm asking you to send Holy Ghost fire in this place, God, in the name of Jesus. Somebody, God, needs to catch on fire in your word today. Somebody, oh God, needs to feel the flame, oh God. Father God, shift this atmosphere. Let your word be easy to be preached. Regardless, oh God, let it, let it come out from you, oh God. Have Daniel fallen decrease, but let Jesus Christ increase to your people in word, deed, power, and sight. Oh, God, forgive us of our sins today. Forgive us of our sins, oh, God, forgive us, oh, God, of the times we should have went left, or when we should have went right, and we went a totally different direction. Father, God, forgive us today that we be more obedient to you and your word, God, in the name of Jesus, for his sake we pray, Lord, amen. We're going to go to Psalms, the 119th number of Psalms. <laughs> we're going to read all 176 verses. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. Some people are like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I will challenge you when you get the opportunity to read all 176 verses in one sitting. Amen. Some would say, some ooh, I can't read all that. But if you are a person that likes to read books, 176 verses ain't nothing. Hallelujah. <laughs> Giving honor to God, who is son Jesus, to the precious Holy Spirit. Recognizing all of my father's children in this place. We all know our position. Amen. 'Cause regardless, we are all servants of the most high God. Amen, church. Let us go down to the eighty first verse one
0: nineteen eighty
3: one through eighty-eight. Well, my soul. Fainteth for salvation, for thy salvation. But I hope in thy word. Mine eyes failed for thy word, saying, When wilt thou comfort me? For I am become like a bottle in the smoke. Yet do I not forget thy statutes. How many are the days of thy servants? When wilt thou execute judgment on them that persecute me? The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy law. All thy commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongly. Help thou me. They had almost consumed me upon earth. But I forsook not thy precepts. Quicken me after thy loving kindness, so shall I keep the testimony of my of thy mouth. You may take your seats. The easy to read version reads those same scriptures, same verses as such. I feel weaker and weaker as I wait for you to save me. But I put my trust in your word. I keep looking for what you promised, but my eyes are feeling tired. When will you comfort me? Even when I am dried like wineskin on the trash pile, I will not forget your laws. How long must I wait for you to punish those who persecute me? Proud people have tried to trap me and make me disobey your teachings. All your commands can be trusted. Those people are wrong to persecute me. Help me. Hallelujah. They have almost destroyed me, but I have not stopped obeying your instructions. Show me your faithful love and help me live. I will do whatever you say. Hallelujah. I come to preach to us this morning about don't let the inner me become the enemy. Don't let the enemy. me. Become the enemy. Don't let the I-N-N-E-R me become the enemy. E-N-E-M-Y. Hallelujah. It was quiet today, y'all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I want us to know today that everybody got some inner struggles. Can I get a witness today? Everybody got some, have conversations within themselves that people don't know about. Come on, y'all. Y'all don't tell the truth. Everybody will have a conversation on the inside of themselves that if you heard it, you may not recognize the person that's talking. Amen. But everybody sometimes has a conversation on the inside about things that if we heard the conversation, some of us would wonder, are you really a Christian? And and I'm here to tell us today, that conversation, and it ain't ain't Satan. Ooh, boy, it's quiet in here. And that conversation is not Satan. It ain't the, the evil that's trying to tempt you. It's really how you feel. Talk to me today, Church. It's it's really how you feel. This it's very interesting in this Psalm because Psalm one nineteen is the longest chapter in the Bible, and the scholars say that they can't even identify what type of Psalm this is. They said this is not even a Psalm. It's so big they can't even they they can't look at it as being a song, a psalm, a scripture. They said, plus because it's kind of tacky. What do they mean by by tacky? The structure is all over the place, meaning that even though that that is 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 divided, it's so big that the that the writer he divided it by by the numbers of the the letters of the Hebrew alphabet. This psalm is so is so wild, and when you read it that you want to know who wrote this song. But if you pay attention to what he's saying, he's I look at this as being a real prayer. Have you ever heard, had a real prayer? I'm not talking about how we start out reading or say, quoting, our father was art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and so forth. I'm talking about a real prayer. Where you begin to pull out from your heart, and you really talk with God, with really was in your heart and was on your mind. anybody ever had that prayer? I mean that that type of prayer when you begin to talk to God, it's like God picks up the phone and goes, "I hear you." I mean that 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 type of prayer when you know you got God's attention, you can't even shut up. You begin to open up and, and, and just keep going and going and going. And after a while, you don't recognize who's doing all that talking. This psalm is the same way. I mean, as you read this psalm, he's talking about how he loved God's. Pr- he starts off real proper. He starts off real loving and he starts off real understanding. He 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 starts off he starts off so so well that it is very poetic. But then something happens in the midst of this storm. Right in the middle of the psalm, right in the middle of this psalm, we see here in the the second, third through the 80th verse, he is talking about how God has fashioned him and made him, how he loved God for how he's created him and what he's been made to be. But then when we get to this this uh, first verse, we see him tell God that I almost give up waiting on you. I don't want to have no real conversation today. He he, he he's real and for the first time. I see him getting really real with God. He has been he's been sentimental. He's been he's been smooth. He's been orderly. But then he all of a sudden goes from 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 how how grateful he is and 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 how his heart is uh. Is, is, is so loving and everything until this particular one where he says that I give up on your salvation. When we first read it, it says I had, But how does it say it here? It says that uh, I, my soul fainted for thy salvation. When you first read it, it sounds like he, he wants salvation. No, that word fainted mean give up. God, you have been, you've been talking about salvation. Salvation in the Old Testament means deliverance. You've been talking about deliverance, but I'm getting tired of waiting on your deliverance. If anybody would be honest today, do anybody ever get tired of waiting on God? Come on, y'all better talk to me up in here. Do we ever get tired of waiting on God to move? Do you ever, on the inside, we come into the church house and we shout and we wave our hands, but there are sometimes, like right now, somebody is heavy right now and you don't really feel like praising because you got something in your heart that you're struggling with. And then he goes on to say, he said, my eyes fail for that word. He said, I'm, I'm tired of reading your word. I've been reading, I've been reading, but my eyes grow growing dim. Oh, Jesus. He said, I keep looking in your word for what you promised, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of waiting. I, I wish I had some real folks in the house today. Anybody ever get tired of waiting in your heart? You may not want to shout with your mouth today, but in your heart, some of us get tired of waiting. He said, "I just he 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 keeps going. He's talking about different things like dried wild wines." He said, "I feel like trash. I waited so long. Time has gone by. It's like I should be on the trash pile." But but look at what he said. But but the reason is because he's looking at the world and looking at himself. Looking at the world. Looking at himself. He's doing the right thing. He's trying to live holy. He's trying to do what the word says. He's trying to, he says here, he said, but I, I trust in your word. Anybody trusting in God's word today? Even even with what you see, you are still trusting in God's word, but you still sometimes get tired. You, 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 you want what God promised and you want, to, you want to know when is it going to show up? When is it? When is what you promised me going to comfort me? I want that comfort. I want that. I want what your word says that you're going to give me, but when is it coming? Anybody gonna be real with me today? This is what the scripture this is. I'm all in the scripture. He's when is it? When are you gonna do what you said that you were going to do? He said, I'm tired. He said, "I, I have not forgotten what your word says. But I got a question for you, God. How long must I wait for you to punish them that beat me up? I'm living holy. I'm going to work every day. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm following what your scripture has told me to do. But every time I look around, there are those out there who are beating me up and I'm doing the right thing. Have you ever wondered when God's gonna get some folk that've been getting you? Come on, take a mother coma. Hey, hey man. <clears throat> have you ever wondered when God gonna get some of them folks? Uh-huh. Have you ever have you, 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 you sometimes that, that, that voice on the inside is, is talking real good, and you you look at it and it talks to you, and you talk back with it, and you agree with yes, when is God gonna do that? When is God gonna when is it gonna be my turn? When's gonna be my turn to get over on some folks? When's gonna be my turn, and that that I don't get picked on? When's gonna be my turn? When is God gonna get some of these folks out here in the world that's been lying? We watch the news and we hear lies on the news. We go to work, we hear lies at the job. We hear folks, we see folks get promoted and they are conniving, and you are still right there in the same position, and you wonder, God, when is it? What are gonna do? Mm, Jesus. He said he wants to know how long must I wait? Hallelujah. Anybody wonder how long must you? you we, we, we we thank God for patience. We we pray for patience. We we pray for understanding. We pray and we, we, we know that we gotta have faith and wait and trust God. But then it comes like, well, Lord, how long that got to be? Mm. You, you, you get tired, you get. You get tired. It ain't the devil. It's you. I'm mean, to tell you, don't let your enemy become the enemy. Because sometimes you what's in your heart will come out of your mouth. I can't get no help in here. Sometimes how you feel will come out of your mouth. Because you done took and took and took as much as you can take. Now you're going to push that button. Anybody got a button that can be pushed? Anybody got that button? Anybody got that one nerve? Anybody got that nerve? that you keep tapping on that nerve, anybody got that one? Am I the only one in here that got that? If you keep touching that nerve, you're going to find out what God delivered me from. Keep picking at me. You keep picking at me. This is this is this this the psalmist. He's tired. He's talking to God, and he. This is I'm gonna tell you, This is beautiful to me because it helps me to see that how I've been talking to God ain't wrong. Because what I've learned is you can't understand me. You can't understand me if I want to come and talk to you. Really, how I'm feeling. If you really want to come talk to me, how you feeling? Maybe we may not understand one another, but God knows our heart. I get some help in here today. We say God knows our heart. Yes, then tell the truth when you're talking to God in secret prayer. Very well go ahead and tell him really how you feel. When 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 we read the scripture, we see good folk get out get upset. We see job. Job was living good, he was doing the right thing sacrificing for his family, for his children, because he felt maybe they did something against God. So I'm going to intercede for my children. And yet God let certain things happen to him. He didn't know the story, but yet when it happened, it happened one time and it came back and happened a second time to the point so that Job was going through so hard that he felt like God left him by himself. Have you ever felt like God is leaving you to fend for yourself? I'm talking to somebody in here. you doing the right thing, but you feel like God is leaving you to fight by yourself. Joe felt like God left him and he wanted to know how bad. I'm in the seventh chapter. We had to go through 40 chapters, but here in the seventh chapter, Job said he wanted to know how bad that his situation had to be before God will show up and deliver him. Do you ever wonder how long do you got to wait? Oh, how bad it got to be? How bad I got to sit in this? How long I got to deal with this? God, how long? How long? When you're going to show up? Come on, talk to me, church. It's in some of our hearts right now. Yeah, God, when you're going to show up and take care of some of this? Even David, David has some confusing points. When you read these psalms, if you read the majority of these psalms, these were written out of pure emotion. These weren't written because they were trying to give give some structure or some instructions. These were written when David and these other men were going through some tough times in their lives and they was writing out of pure emotion. There was one psalm in Psalms chapter 6 David was confused at how long that, that God was taking to heal him. He was so weak. He was talking about being delivered. He was being attacked so often until he had gotten weak. He was strong, but he had gotten weak. And he wanted to know, God, when are you gonna come heal my body? He was he didn't mind fighting the fight, but he wanted some strength. And he felt like God had left him to let him to fight without any strength. You know, it's easy to fight when you're strong. It's easy to fight when you're healthy. It's easy to fight when you're full. It's easy to fight when your thirst has been quenched. But what happens when you get sick? What happens when you get hungry? What happens when you lose your job? What happens when the money is gone? What happens when you're in this by yourself and you can't even get food stamps? What happens? David, in 13th chapter, it said David felt like God rejected him. He was in so much distress. He said, I wonder, are you going to keep rejecting me like this? And this was the one that God said that David was a man after his own heart. The reason why God said because David didn't mind sharing what was in his heart. The reason why some of us are not as close to God as you want to be is because you don't open up to God and say, here it is. This is what's going on in my life. Here it is, God. This, what, this is really how I feel. We're dressing stuff up and being fake with God. And you want to know the reason why God won't move? It's because you're so busy being fake. Hallelujah. Another, another, another psalmist named Asaph. Asaph had wondered, he had wondered, how long, Lord, must you ignore my prayers? Anybody ever wonder if God was ignoring when you, when you pray? You don't pray so good. You don't start to sweat. You don't pray so long. Your knees don't start to get sore. You pray so long till you fall asleep. You don't pray for hours. And you felt good about praying when you wake up and you finish praying. You see, ain't nothing changed. I'm out in the word here. These men wrote out of pure emotion. This is how some of us really feel. I'm going to tell you, God knows what you feel, but don't let your enemy become the enemy. Hallelujah. It was one another man by the name of uh, Ethan. He only wrote one song. And then the Bible says that he said he knew of the mercies of God and he knew the covenant that God made with David. He knew all the promises. He knew of all the assurances. But at this point, he felt that God had hidden himself while folks were attacking him. He felt that God was hiding himself while the adversaries were used as a part of God's wrath. Mm. He felt that God was allowing the enemy to be his hand at punishing him for the wrong that he was doing. He said, are you using them to get to me? It don't take all that, God. But I'm going to tell you, sometimes it does. Sometimes God got to allow the outside enemies to come and attack you to get you to see that how you've been living God ain't pleased." Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even the prophet Habakkuk said the same thing. He he we said this on, on, on Thursday night Bible study. He said he wanted to know how long must he cry out to the Lord before he saves his people from all the violence that was happening to him. Here we have in the city of Rochester. We got violence everywhere. Violence is there. People just driving down the street, shooting at houses. They just shoot at houses. Folks are dying, getting killed, and the police don't know who they are and many times have stopped looking but you know God sees
1: everything
3: and you want to know God when you're going to do something all this violence God when are you going to do something we know he's the spirit but he's God he do anything but fail God when are you going to show up and do something hallelujah hallelujah even one of the angels had asked God over in Zechariah, the first chapter of Zechariah, one of, his, one of God's angels had asked. He said, God, it's been 70 years <laughs> that you've been punishing your people. When you going to ease up? Ooh, <laughs> it's, you know that's got to be some rough stuff. When the angels got to come, God, please <laughs> ease up on your people. They've been trying to, they've been doing right. But here's the thing, God knows our heart and he knows your struggle and it don't take but that much. Ooh, here's, here's, a, here's one that really got me and I, and I didn't want to say it but he keep telling me to say it and that is what happens, why is it when you do all the good that you do and all the bad that's going on out there you slip up one time it's like you ain't done nothing good I need to hit that rewind button like that how is it you don't done all this good for years don't get no credit. Don't get no recognition. Don't even get a thank you. But as soon as you mess up, hallelujah, somebody, it seems like you get beat up for your mess up. <laughs> they, they, ain't, they ain't looked at the wrong or the good that you've done, but, but it's because of that one thing. And you, and you see the proud. The Bible talks about, about the proud how, how God sees the proud, but the proud is getting away with everything. The proud thing, I'm going to do it my way, ain't nothing going to happen to me. And when you look at them, that's how it seems. But you do something, and they like, you get attacked. You ain't even did what they did, but everybody beat you up because they expect more of you, but they ain't even told you thank you. You done done good. And even what they beat you up on, it don't even make sense. Talking about myself and the talking, it don't even make sense. Hallelujah. You didn't do it the way they wanted you to do it or that you should have done it, but you decided to be radical and you're going to do it a different way to help somebody. But because they didn't like how you did it, they get mad at you. And you say, God, but you told me to do it. God, you said when I pray, you said do it this way. And whenever I do it your way, it's going to turn out good. I heard the preacher say that, that if you do it the way God said do it, it'll be done the right way. Well, I did it the right way, and it looked like I'm getting beaten up even more. God, what's wrong with this picture? Mm. The proud. But I'm here to tell you, if that's how you think sometimes, You are no different than the proud yourself. Oh, Jesus. You are no different than the proud yourself. If you keep wondering, when is God going to get somebody else? And you keep doing what you do. You say you're doing the right thing. But when we keep letting our hearts, if we keep letting our hearts write checks that we can't cash, it's going to come out of our mouth and we're going to be in a whole lot of trouble. Some things you got like to learn how to keep it between you and God. I can't get no help in here. Sometimes you got to learn how to keep things between you and God, not just with your words, but even with your emotions. I can't get... When Daniel was in, was in school, when he got into the junior high school, Daniel was doing some little crazy things at school and his teacher told him, Daniel, I know you do that at home, but don't do that in going building. They're going to they're gonna bully you if you do that. And then he got in the car we call it the house acting crazy. <laughs> he got in the car. I'm like, what is wrong with you? He said, I had to contain that until I got in the car. I had to contain that because in the school, I've, I've learned that if I show who I really want to be, everybody ain't going to like me. Oh, Jesus. But the same thing is, it's just, we feel the same way. We have to put on the facade at the job. Rather put on a facade at family functions, and quite a few of us put on a, on a facade when we walk into this church. Because if we really came and brought to the altar what really was going on, and begin to open up our mouths and confess, how many folks would want us to still be members? Oh boy, they don't got quiet in this church. That's, that means we're proud too. We're no different than the proud. Oh Jesus. Jesus said these words. I'm I'm, I'm 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 coming close, y'all trust me. He says in the in, in the sixth chapter of Luke, he said, Y'all keep calling me Lord. You keep calling my name. He said, Yeah, but you don't do what I say. Oh, that that's 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 the issue. We don't we don't do what he said. So, preacher, tell me what's the solution then? What's the solution when the other folk are doing what they do and, and not doing right? And I'm doing right, but then when I slip up and I get beat up for doing what must I do? Here is the solution. You ain't gonna like it, but it's the truth. The truth is that we gotta keep serving. We gotta keep serving. If, if the, the the scripture if we don't read it, the scripture says that, that that he says, I put my trust in your word, then act like it. Uh, he said, I will not forget your word. Act like it. And he says, "He says I have not stopped obeying you. You're wrong. This is where we, when it comes to the doing, we don't always want to do. We don't want to do it the way the word says do it. We want to do it the way I want to do it. I want to do what's comfortable to me. And on your inside, some of us confuse the Holy Spirit with your spirit. And many Bible spirits are not holy, and that inner and that inner spirit keeps making you become an enemy with your enemy, and you are getting yourself in trouble because you mad at the world, and you get burnt up on the inside. Tell Jesus, Hallelujah, Jesus. But 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 here's the thing. When you know God's word, and you trust in God's word, you have to look at it like this, no matter what I see, I'm going to have faith in his word, because his word says over in the fourth chapter of Psalms, that when I put my trust in the Lord, the proud and them that lie, they will not have his favor. Y'all got to hear that again. When I put my trust in the Lord, I got God's favor, they don't. The proud will be brought to shame. The proud will be placed in, Jesus will be placed in their place that God has set for them. But we gotta keep on doing it how God has laid it out in his word. Mm. But then we still got them that refused and still set traps. When they still set traps, you still got to be obedience. The Bible tells us when the righteous call on him, God will answer. You may not know it or see how he's answering, but when you just do what he said, I know you don't got caught up in a trap, but when you follow the word of God, God knows how to rescue you. The, but the Bible tells us we ain't got to worry about, about what happens to the proud. We got to worry about them that's doing you wrong and treating you wrong. Because it tells us over in Malachi that God got a day coming. He got a day coming that he's going to take care of the proud and the wicked. He's going to take care of the proud and the wicked like they are stubble. You may not see it on this side, but we got to wait and keep trusting in God. Hallelujah. There are those that, that continue to be disobedient. Hallelujah. But as I look for an example, just as I looked into the Old Testament, into the Psalms for every example and to support how, how we feel on the inside, we also got to look to Jesus. Don't you know Jesus had the same struggle? Don't you know Jesus had the same issue? Don't you know that? Don't you know when Jesus went to the garden of Gethsemane, when he was in the garden, he said, I don't want to do this. They had just been persecuting him, trying to beat him up, trying to kill him, and he knew his betrayer was at hand. So he went to the garden and said, I don't want to do this because it was in his heart. But there was one thing between Jesus and the most of us is that Jesus said, it ain't about me, God, it's about you. Whatever you want me to do, that will I do. i put my trust in you. If you want me to go through with it, let it be done. He had an inner struggle. He didn't want to do it. He said, let this cup pass for me. He had all of the evidence. He had every reason to not to go to the cross. He had the power to start all over again, but he knew what God's will was for his life. So he said, not my will, but thy will be done. If you want to come out of that rut, if you want to kill that enemy, if you want to quiet down that voice that's on the inside, that's on the borderline of becoming an enemy, not with you, but with God, you got to learn to talk to God and say, get this out of me. We got to talk to say, God, get this. I can't talk to nobody but you. Get this out of me. It's wrong and I'm being prideful. Get this out of me. Your word says you have a purpose for my life. Then get this out of me. Jesus, I don't want to be the enemy of God. I want to do what God wants me to do. But your enemy is being, is being coerced by your flesh. Jesus, but Jesus said, (laughs) he said, not my will, but your will be done. And when he got up, he went back to his disciples and he got mad at them because why he want them to pray, they went to sleep. Sometimes you can't depend on folks to pray for you when you're struggling. Mm. I said it lightly. Sometimes you can't depend on folk to pray for you when you're struggling. I said again. Sometimes you can't. Better yet, the majority of the time you can't depend on folk to pray for you when you're struggling, because they look at you like like they did Jesus. Jesus, you made you you fed you you took two fish and five loaves of bread. Jesus, you you even took seven loaves one time. You fed 5,000 one time. You fed 4,000 next time. You don't you done, you don't open the blinded eyes. You don't heal. You don't cause the lame to walk. You had the dead get up. You even had Lazarus come out the tomb. And why am I praying for you? Because sometimes it looks like we got it all put together. And you wonder why. When people say, can you pray for me? You're like, why i am praying for you? It's because they got a struggle on the inside for me to tell you. Keep serving. If you keep serving, you understand what Jesus said. When he said, "Not my will, but thy will be done." Because if what I'm going through, God, if it's going to bring you glory, let it be done. If the if the struggle that I'm having, if it's going to lift you up, let it be done. God, let your will be done in my life. It gotten so rough. Jesus knew the what was up ahead. Jesus knew. He knew. That his he was that many times, this ain't what I was called to do. When he was when he kept the party going with the wine, he told his mom this ain't what I was called to do. When he opened up the blind eyes, this ain't what I was called to do. When he when he when he when he called the land, this ain't what I was called to do, what I was called to do. But when he had to go to the cross, he said, This is your will. When he when he went and got beaten, this is what he was supposed to do. When Pilate Put him before the people and said, pick for you who I shall kill, Barabbas or Jesus. And they said, crucify Jesus. Jesus said, this is what I'm supposed to do. You are going to be crucified. But just like Jesus, we got to keep serving. You got to carry your cross. You got to be nailed to your cross. But if you get nailed to your cross, guess what? You will be lifting up Jesus. And if you lift up Jesus, you're going to draw some folk unto you. They may look at you. They may not say a word. They may even join us and kill him. But if you keep on serving, they'll draw closer to Jesus. They'll look at you and say, if he can make it through his storm, I can make it through my storm. And even when you're at your worst, we got to be just like Jesus when they come to dig a ditch for you when they come to open up the tomb for you, when they come to spit you in your side, you got to say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I'm on your journey. I'm on your task. I'm giving you glory. Forgive them. And it's when you've done all that you can do. When you've done everything, it is at that point where you understand the real meaning of when Jesus said, be faithful unto death. He will give you a crown of life. Don't let your enemy become the enemy and keep you out of heaven. Do you hear me, church? Don't, don't let it happen. Some of us he wants you to talk to him on a real tip. He wants you to open up your heart and really talk to God. Telling him the truth. But really, in this church, some of us are got some struggles I don't even know about. But the Lord told me, look at the smiling faces. Behind some of those smiles are some of the greatest arguments. Hallelujah. And some of y'all are having some arguments on the inside. You come to church, want God to take it away, but you sometimes leave with the same argument and you try to say, get thee behind the devil. And devil say, I ain't, that ain't even me. That's you. God, help me to deal with me. You hear that, church? Sometimes we need God to help us to deal with ourselves. When we make poor decisions, it ain't the devil, it's us. The devil don't move your hand, you do. The devil don't move your lips, you do. And when folks hurt you, we've all been a victim of church hurt. Let me just say that real quick. We've all been a victim of church hurt. And some of us are protagonists of church hurt. Some of us have hurt other folk. Many folk stop coming to church when they get hurt. But I'm here to tell you, we got to keep serving. You don't think Jesus got hurt? We know he got hurt. He went to the cross. We know he got hurt. But if he can still love through that, I know he said, we ain't Jesus, but we striving to be. We got to still serve Jesus like his word says we should do. Amen. Doors of the church,
0: are open. Doors of the church are open.
3: Hallelujah. 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 I will trust in the Lord. Come on, church, help me. I will trust in the Lord. Oh, I will trust in the Lord until I die I come on church I will trust I will trust in the Lord I will in the Lord oh, until I die Oh, I am going to treat everybody right Come on church Oh, I am going to treat it. everybody Oh, I am going to treat it Everybody, right? Whoa! Until
1: I die. Whoa! I'm, oh Lord. Whoa! I.
3: Whoa! I'm Lord Until I die oh I am going to stay on the
1: bed oh, oh I am going to
3: stay on Yes I am until I
1: die I won't. I
3: As the doors of the church are open, maybe you are here today and you've yet to give your life to Christ. Today could be your day that you come and give your life to Christ. Maybe you're online. It's time to give your life to Christ. Maybe you have given your life to Christ in the past, but you've backslidden. And this message has caused you to want to come back to Christ. This is your time to come on back. Or maybe you don't have a church home today. And you're ready to give yourself self committed self to a church fellowship. I'm going to tell you, this is the place for you because we're not a perfect people, but we serve a perfect God. And just like the psalmist, we trust in God's word. But sometimes we mess up. Hallelujah. Oh, I
1: will trust in the Lord. I will trust in. I will trust. Ah
3: Let us pray. And we know, we've heard earlier today that Deacon Nesmith wanted the church to pray for us. It's not just Deacon Nesmith, but we got many on the prayer list that have personally called me and said, Pastor, please make sure the church pray for me. Hallelujah. I know we may be going through our own thing. But it's part of our servitude that we still pray for other folk too. Because there are times in our life that people are going to be going through things that they don't know how to pray. If we be honest, there are going to be times in your life you don't know what to pray or how to pray. But we got to pray while we still can. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We come at this time, God, to call on your most precious and holy name. God, as awesome as you are, as wonderful as you are, the, your word says that the, as we look around, we can see the fulfillment of your word. We can see your beauty in everything that you've created. We can see your power in your word. From the very beginning, oh God, your word spoke. And everything that you open up out your mouth to say, God, it has come to pass. And then there's others, oh God, in your word that have yet to come to pass. But in your word it says, and it shall come to pass. That tells me, oh God, that your word is going to still accomplish everything that said that your word will do. But then, oh God, there are portions of your word that speaks to right now. For example, God, in your word, it says by the stripes of your son, Jesus, we are healed. That's right now, God. That's not what's going to happen. That's what has happened. That's what is happening. Father God, somebody needs to be healed right now, God. Somebody's expecting for the healing right now, God. Father God, it may be in their body, may be in their head. But God, we all got some issues that's affecting our heart. Father God, in the name of Jesus, every person that's been called out on the sick list, every person that we know of that's not on the sick list, Mother Ella, deaconess with all of them, oh God. Father God, we're calling on you, oh God, because our word can't do it, but your word can. We just just heard in your word today, God, that if we just keep on serving, you're going to work it out. So God, if we come in faith, God, Believing and trusting that right now that you're working that thing out, God. Not just for those we calling out, but for everybody, oh God. There are some in here right now, God, need you to work something out in their life, God. There are some right now need you to work it out what's in their heart right now, God. Those secret things God, you know all about it. And they need you to work on it, God. Not just work on it because they need you to speak to it. So they can come out and they can be rescued, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And oh God, as we get ready to leave this place, God, I ask you, oh God, that as we bring our offering today. Thank you, Jesus. Get our hearts ready, God. Let us not have any bias in our offering today. Let us bring our offering with an understanding that you got it. Everything I got belongs to you. As I give it back to you, God, you got it. We put our trust in you that you will do everything that you say in your word. Some bringing tithes, some bringing an offering, some bringing a seed today. And God, I'm just asking you, God, fulfill according to your word. Whether folks believe it or not, I believe it, oh God. I believe your words. Now, God, let the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit, do everything that your word will say and do. And let your Holy Ghost rest rule and abide with us today, now and forever. And as we leave this place, be with us and keep us, oh God, in your keeping hand. In your son, Jesus' name, for his sake we pray. And the whole church say, amen. Church, we're getting ready to leave. But I want to give you this quick announcement. We have five, we have seven boxes of food for any family in need. We have one family of a box for a family of five, two boxes for families of four, two boxes for families of three, and two boxes for family of two. See a minister Chandler or any one of the missionaries next door, and they, they can assist you. Amen. If you could please be obedient by the ushers from the rear we'll try
0: in.